G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 124 of the Outback Mine podcast. Thank you very, very much for joining in once again. Now, today I have a very well-known Gentleman from the AFL circles, Jeff White. Jeff uh, was a number one draft pick back in the day. Uh, played 32 games for Fremantle before crossing to Melbourne. Played 236 games for Melbourne. Uh, also was an All-Australian in 2004. Uh, went to the Gold Coast after his footy career, doing some coaching and so forth. And uh, really good golfer too, Jeff, uh, from memory. So, um, yeah, lots of... Uh, Lots of his life's been uh, geared around sport, uh, I suppose, primarily. But um, more importantly, I think Jeff is stepping more into the men's health space and starting to be a, a bit of a motivator for people. I was really keen to, to get Jeff on because I've sort of watched his journey. He got overweight and sort of let, let himself go <laughs> a bit. I'm sure we're going to talk a bit about that. And um, he's actually just redesigned himself by, by running. You know, after after 14 years of footy, he was, you know, pretty well buggered uh, in body and mind. And um and let the body go, and uh, you know, basically, uh, if you stop moving, then uh, then things start to happen, and the weight piles on, and so forth. So, um, over the last period, he's actually started running again, and his whole body's transformed. He's looking, you know, unbelievably well, and um, uh, feeling really, really good uh, within himself, physically and mentally. So, we're going to talk a bit about that journey with him today. Also, a lot about his uh, his upbringing, his AFL career, and uh, everything around that. So. Sure, you're going to enjoy this chat. Really um, raw, uh, open, and honest conversation. I'm sure it will be. So, uh, please share it with others if you find if you feel that it may uh, may find it uh, helpful for them as well. I'm sure uh, Jeff's going to be uh, uh, a good uh, good person for able or to be able to to learn from through his experiences and so forth as well. So, hope you enjoy the chat. Just want to make a special mention to a primary partner of ours, Green Nutritionals, who provide green organic superfoods. So, if you're lacking something in your diet. Uh, and you want to try and improve your physical and mental health, please check out their website, greennutritionals.com.au. Also, if you're looking to hire staff in Queensland or WA, please uh, check out MacForce Australia. They're a really ethical company that provides um, great people and uh, provide an excellent mentoring service for their staff. So really encourage you to give them a go. Uh, It's macforce, M-A-C-F-O-R-C-E.com.au. Alrighty, uh, hope you enjoy this chat. Look forward to your feedback. Jeff White, welcome to the Outback Mind podcast. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. No worries, no worries. Uh, yeah, I, I, we're just having a chat. Then you, you're down there at the Gold Coast at the moment, mate. Getting a bit wet by the sounds of it. Yeah, they've got a bit of a low trough coming through. It's been, uh, it's been actually raining here for the last week, and they're predicting rain for another week. So, yeah, um, yeah. There's a yeah. Oh well, it's it's it's. I guess it's that time of year, but. Um, you know, it was a bit dry. We went for a period there that we didn't have too much rain, so uh, it's probably a, a good time to have the rain. That's it. Take the good with the bad, mate, and um, you exactly. know you get enough good weather. So uh, certainly, a bit of rain doesn't uh, doesn't hurt too much. That's right. It's all good, mate. Um, I, I know you're a bit pressed for time today, but uh, just wanted to get a bit of an idea of uh, of your upbringing. Obviously, you come through the the footy system. Uh, Leaving Melbourne years ago and got picked up uh, by Fremantle in the uh, in the draft. I, I remember watching that back in the day, mate. 
Was that like really, really challenging for you to be able to sort of, you know, go to a whole new environment where you didn't really know anyone? And did that sort of like um, maybe impact your own mental health? But back then, probably you wouldn't have even known. But um, did you find that you, you may have felt a bit depressed and so forth moving somewhere that you'd never, never possibly been around a group of people which you didn't know, I suppose? Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. I think uh, when you're growing up as a kid um, and quite ironic that you asked that question <laughs> the last two days have been the draft but i think it, you're just excited as a, as a as a youngster coming through you just go through you know trying to learn the game you know trying to meet new people then you have the the, the excitement of having recruiting officers that are looking at you and, and so on and so forth i, I think my situation is a bit unique um Fremantle was coming into the competition their first year was 95 and um, they basically said that you know we've got number one draft pick. We're gonna we're gonna pick you. So it was locked and loaded, you know, eight weeks before the draft. So that allowed me the time for you know preparation, where I was going to stay, who I was going to stay with when I was in Perth. So really allowed me that I guess the foundation to get my mind right. And but it was more so my parents, I guess. So for me, it was like I'm I'm going to be drafted. It's going to be great. Yeah. But from the from my parents' perspective. Um, they wanted to know and ensure that you know their son was going over to the other side of the country and would be uh you know have that i always remember a manager always used to say to me if you're happy off the field you're happy on the field and that works for businesses that works yeah. for yep. you know playing footy so yeah. the stability of me outside of footy was really important to my parents and thankfully enough we had cousins over there so i was able to stay with them for three years and um you know i didn't live with any roommates i had that sort of mindset of um you know focusing on footy and i think when you go to a new environment i think one thing i've always learned and it's through footy but also through the upbringing of my parents is that you've got to earn the respect of the people that are there mm, yeah. doesn't matter whether you know someone there or not um you, you know you really got to earn your stripes and i did that when i went to freya and then uh, you know i had to put that hat on again when i came back to melbourne in 90 uh, end of 97 start of 98 so yeah i think uh from that that mindset um you know people will always ask me you know number one draft but you put pressure on yourself and it's only the pressure you put on yourself that you know makes it feel like it is pressure um for me i just i I thought i was number one draft pick for Fremantle. that was it um although i'm number one draft pick in australia my mindset was just singly focused on freo and then you get to get to work you get to earn their respect um enjoy the journey soak it all in um and try to do the best you can so i think if you uh if you have a mindset of oh you know i'm I'm a draft pick i have to do this i have to do that Mm. i guess those sort of things you can't control things you can control is the really most important thing and and that's what we set ourselves to do you know first and foremost as a 17 year old yeah mate you you were very mature back then to to realize that and not being overwhelmed with all the external things and if you, you you had the ability back then just to concentrate on on what was ahead of you uh, rather than sort of what was behind you, I think that's the most important thing to be able to, you know, take each training session um, as a, a new experience and be able to meet new people and you know sort of uh, bring that as a new experience and and everything's sort of trying to work for you rather than against you. Then I think if you've got this uh, this weight you're carrying around in your shoulders, it can be quite difficult, and, and that's you know very relevant in modern society for. Um, for a lot of guys uh, out there, whether it be in the workplace or at school or whatever it may be, you know, if you've got expectations on your shoulders, it can uh, it can really weigh you down. Yeah, and I think sometimes, yeah, it's totally spot on. I think I look back at my time at Freo and 
one of the things that uh, we had an affiliated club, so if I wasn't playing for Fremantle, I was playing for East Perth. And I remember I'd go back to East Perth and I would I'd play really well and, you know, I'd have no, no expectation, no pressure. Um, and I guess that was the internal pressure. Um, internally, that's what I was thinking. And I'd go back and play really well, have plenty of energy. Then all of a sudden I get picked to play for Fremantle and, you know, two days out of the game, I'm already playing the game in my head. Yeah. I'm already figuring out what's going to happen and and that just zapped my energy that was you know that wasn't me being present that wasn't me that was me forecasting what potentially could happen which is out of your control you're playing a game where anything can happen first for you know the first minute of the game you could be i don't know yeah anything could happen Mm, that's right so that was that was one of the things that really i had to learn a lot uh and 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 in particularly that first three years that was really um you know, it was just the pressure I was putting on myself. And then when I got to Melbourne, um, I think I, I learned over time to, to actually manage that as best I can. And I guess one of the one of the memories I have was um, I was with a mate of mine. We were walking through the shopping centre on Thursday afternoon, and he said to me, um, "Oh, do you want to play golf tomorrow afternoon? We should go play golf." And I'm like, "Yeah, let's let's do it." I'm a member. Clearly, picked up the phone. I rang the golf club. I booked in for four, uh, like for. Uh, for two o'clock in the afternoon, knew would be finished by six o'clock. Booked the tea time. Him and I, let's play golf. Blah blah. blah. Later that night, thought to myself, oh, I'm playing, playing the MCG tomorrow night against <laughs> against the Cats. Yeah. And that was one of the best games I've played that year. And yeah. it was purely because I hadn't actually thought about the game. I was my mind was my mind was present of where I was, um, and I wasn't I wasn't replaying the game in my head. Um, so I remember that distinctively, going, oh my god, like. I've really got to try and focus and really stay in the present to allow me to have energy for the games, you know, not to get myself too worked up and it's going to happen. So you just got to go with the flow. And um, so there's a lot of stuff you learn along the journey and I guess it's like with, with business, you know, you, you, you I know that uh, a lot of people say that, oh, you know, Monday's my, my worst week. Well, my favourite two days of the week are Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And Sunday more, more in particular because... You prepare yourself for the week. So when you come into Monday morning, it feels like the pressure's off. You feel like you've got things sorted for the week. You feel like you can just flow into what, you know, what's going to come forward. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to say about the mindset, but there's also a lot to say about, you know, not thinking too far ahead. Mm, Mate, um, yeah, well said. But, you know, isn't that uh, anxiety in its essence? You know, when we're we're predicting what's going to go on in the future without, you know, actually allowing it to happen and... I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you, not not by much, but um, I was in that state state of anxiety for for years, like always, you know, predicting what had to happen. And I, I reckon the the system that we go through education wise sort of you know gears us for that uh, that tension. But once you can yeah. learn, once you can learn to let go and just let things unfold, <clears throat> it's amazing what happens. So you know, your your golf game was obviously pivotal to that because you. Uh, had the ability to be able to sort of distract the mind into something else which was enjoyable and, and everything else really takes care of itself and you, you, you approach that game relaxed and, you know, everything works for you rather than against you and, um, yeah, when you're more in the moment with regards to what's going on, it's amazing what uh, what can happen. Yeah, well, golf is, is certainly, um, you know, there was a, a, a moment in 05, maybe a lot of your... Your listeners might might know this time, but uh, it was a 30-minute mark of, and I was round. I think it was round. It was the last round of the year. We had to win. We're playing the Western Bulldogs, and 
uh, we're down by three points and, you know, if they win, they go in the finals. We win, we go in the finals and I got a free kick. And so I went back to line it up and Travis Johnson came over to me and said, it's like a tee shot, Whitey. And I look back at that now and go, yeah, far out. He was just exactly spot on because you've got to go through your routine. To hit every shot, you've got to go through your routine and, um, you know, went on and kicked the goal and we ended up making the finals. But just that element of putting you in the moment, putting you in a state of, not thinking about if you miss or thinking about if you win. That's the that's the result, right? You gotta you gotta Neil Danaher was a big believer in the process. Mm. Focus on the process and the scoreboard will take care of itself. Mm. And that's so true. You know, you stay stay in the moment, focus on what you've got to do now because like you were saying there, if you think about what the result could be, then that brings in anxiety. Then if you think about, oh I've missed that before, or there's your regret. And then that also brings in tension. So you've got to stay in that moment. And golf, I mean, Tiger Woods has his five-yard theory. His five-yard theory is he, he, he hits a shot, good or bad, celebrates or gets angry for five yards, and that's it. Mm. Now, if you look at his stats on when he's had a bogey, he's, uh, his birdie rate for the next hole after having a bogey is extraordinary, mm. through the roof. Mm. So that's a process of just staying in the moment. Have your have your element of frustration or celebration, which is what he used to call his five yard rule, and I got that from his caddy um, Steve Williams. Yeah, right. Um, directly, um, <laughs> that is the element of you have to, and it's it's whether it's business or in sport, you have you, you're always going to have that little bit of you know sadness or celebration, mm-hmm. and you always got to celebrate those little wins along the way, and and that's what golf's done for me. Certainly put me in the state of if I'm going to get frustrated, my next shot's going to be shit, mm, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, and then if I can get shit of that, then the next shot's going to be shit. So it's such a true element of, you know, comparison to, to life. It's like tennis, I guess, too. But it's a true reflection of life. If you are going to get, um, you've got to stay in the moment for the, both of those sports because, and it, yeah, it can be a lot with footy as well, but it's more because it's that individual mindset. So, mm. um, yeah, that's why I love, I guess, playing golf. <laughs> the challenges of and yeah, once you learn to let go, I'll give you a personal story. I uh, I got home from a nightclub one night at five thirty, had an hour of sleep. Then my old man's knocking on the door saying, "Come, we've got to tee off it, buddy." Half past seven or whatever it was, and um, I had I was three under after the first nine, and then I started to like realise what I was doing, and then I think I had like sixty off the stick on the second nine. So, um, so it just, it just goes to show when you let go and you're not thinking about what's going on, uh, you know, what can happen. But, yeah, how, how much the mind can dominate uh, if, uh, you know, you're not conscious of where it's taken you. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's – look, I've gone through – last four years, I mean, you, you, you sort of fast-forward um, part, you know, post-footy and stuff like that. I mean, the last four years have been the most challenging um, – challenging part of my life and um you know i've gone through certainly a lot of you know went through a divorce and the space of five months went through a stroke had a mm. found out i had a hole in my heart had heart surgery got sued two days after i cleared that being sued my wife walked out on me so in the space yeah. of five months you go through that heartache Shit. and then it was a part of me it was like okay well i'll reach out to people and i'll um i'll, I'll try and I'll, I'll help them because that'll heal me but then, uh, end of last year, um, came across a wonderful, wonderful girl. We, we, you know, we hit it off straight away. Wonderful relationship. In the middle of this year, she just walked out. Bang, gone. It was almost like, you know, we'd already had our life plan. 
what I realised that at that point in time, previous the previous trauma I'd been through, I'd, I'd gone out and and tried to assist people and thought that, that would help me. But when this happened this year, I had no self-esteem. I had no self-love. I had no self-care. I had no self-identity. I had nothing. Mm. Um, so I had to rebuild and find that myself. And I guess the message I would like to get to your your people, and I had an, I had my own awakening about four or five weeks ago, which is so powerful, um, just took all the weight off my shoulders. But that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have identified the things that I could control and the things I couldn't control. Yes. So process of elimination, you know, and... I went, okay, what's one of the triggers that's, you know, affecting me with my ex-girlfriend? It was social media. So I got rid of social media for five weeks. Mm. Okay, what's one of the things I want to focus on? I feel sluggish. All right, I want to lose weight. Perfect. Mm. All right, let's do that. So how am I going to best lose weight? Okay, well, running's the best way, but I didn't like running when I was playing footy. Mm. You know, as much as I did all that running, okay, well, what was part? What was one thing I really liked when I was running? I liked doing sprints. Okay, let's do that. So I started this journey of elimination, but just actually identifying things that I could control. Mm. So this started, uh, you know, six weeks ago. I've been running every every day since. I've lost 11 kilos. Mm. Uh, I've found my self-identity. I've found my self-love. I've had that awakening. I've let go of a lot. Of, let go of a lot of things, including the girl that I, you know, I, that I loved and I still love her. But mm. I've let that go. Um, and oh my God, just the power that that has given me has been amazing and, and and even even still i've come back on the social media i've now came i've come back on the social media if you if you go and look at my social media channel jeff white 34 and i'm now delivering messages of self-love and self-power and my god it's the amount of messages and people that are reaching out has been you know incredible and and when you reach out to me on linkedin it was instant i wanted to be on your podcast i wanted to reach out to as many males or females that are going through you know their own personal journeys and struggles and 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 part of me to get on to be on the show today was yeah talk about footy that's 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 happened in the past that's mm. created the person i am but what i've gone through the last four years particularly the last four months to get where i am right now it's just uh, been amazing and, and, and if i can do it anyone can do it yeah. you know and but it's all about it's all about you know, focusing on what you can control. Um, that's really the key. And that's what puts you in that flow and puts you in that... Like, my mind right now is in present. I'm talking to you. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing tonight. I'm not... I've got nothing that I'm thinking about in the past. I'm present right now. And, oh, my God, it's just so powerful. Um, so if there's one message I would love to give to your listeners uh, today is, you know, that it, you just got to do the process of elimination but focus on you because... Like Neil Danaher used to say, if 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 Bowie, you focus on you. Why do you focus on you, Jeff Farmer? You focus on you. You focus on what you can do. Collectively, we'll be stronger. But yes. you need to identify and focus on you. Yeah, well said, mate. It's it's exactly the same as what happens in a workplace and so forth as well, isn't it? It's um, it's amazing. And and mate, you got to be proud of yourself. Like. All the things you've gone through over the last 40, how old are you, 44, 45? 44, yeah. 44, yeah. yeah. I turned 50 yesterday. But, uh, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. thanks, mate. Well, I do feel a lot better now than what I did when I was 24, don't worry. So, um, yeah, that's uh, part of the growth, wasn't it? Well, it is, mate. And, and, and the key words that you said is letting go, like, you know, not, not realizing what you used to be like or what happened or what could have happened or whatever. Like, when you get an opportunity to go for a run tomorrow, 
you enjoy the journey. You don't enjoy, you know, what happened yesterday or, you know, two weeks ago. Just just leave that where it is and, you know, be really present with what's going on because everything will take care of itself. That 11 kilos stripped off you because you were doing the work, you know, and if you enjoy doing the work rather than forcing it, then everything will start to recalibrate and, uh, the right things will start to appear in your life and so forth as well. And, you know, you know what you've been through over the last period, mate, that's absolutely groundbreaking for you as an individual. And there's going to be so much good that will come for that, um, with what you can, uh, you can share with, with others. But to be able to inspire and empower them, I suppose, is the most important thing. And once we start to talk about these things and, you know, have these sorts of conversations, we're really tapping into our higher self and our higher consciousness you know there's no there's there's no ego there there's no um you know uh grandstanding or whatever that um that goes along with competition doesn't it you know it sort of uh goes hand in hand with that but if you have compassion for yourself and that is letting go on its essence and the ancient wisdoms talk about surrender once you learn to surrender and and let go of that stuff then all of a sudden everything takes care of itself Oh, it's a, it, you couldn't have said it any better. And, that, you know, the words that you're saying there about let go and surrender. And, I mean, I, I, on grand final day, actually, it's amazing how things sort of transpire and how things happen. But a friend of mine bought me a kinesiology session. He said, right, you're going to have a connection. This is really at a, part, a time where it was real, I felt really low on my self-esteem. Mm. Um, I was thinking about the what-ifs and the whys and all that sort of stuff. And so he bought me a kinesiology session and... He said, right, you're going. You're not playing golf, you're going. This is grand final day. Really? And, um, so I, yeah, so I went and had the kinesiology session and the lady was uh, was was doing her treatment and stuff like that. She started crying and then she said, my God, you've got such a divine heart and you've got a twin flame. And I was like, what the hell? I have no idea what a twin flame is. Mm. Um, you know, it's very spiritual and stuff like that. But yes. uh, it what it did, it just gave me a direction. It gave me an understanding of what I was going through with this, with this particular girl. Mm. Um, and... The, the things that have transpired since then, you know, universal messages and stuff like that, yeah. you just can't make it up. It's just been so powerful. And that was one of the, that was the awakening I had on that day. It was just, you know, it was three or four messages in one day you just can't make up. And, and I guess the only reason why that sort of transpired is because I was able to focus on me. I was able to allow the flow to happen. And, you know, there's such a, you know, there is so much power out there that we know that sometimes you sort of go, ah, no, it's a bit, bit of this, bit of that, but I am living proof that mm. it has happened for me. And, you know, I played 268 AFL games and, you know, is in battle every weekend, you know, you have to be the tough guy, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, you was. I was. Mm. You know, you mm. cross that white line, you've got to give it all, you know. Mm. But um, I believe that the mind is, and we all, we all know this, the mind is such a powerful thing. Um, and and I love that what you're doing, and I love that the fact that you're trying to reach out and inspire people to know that um, you know if you can focus on you and you can control what you can control, the surrender, the let go, and it's hard, but you've got to work at it. You've mm. got to uh, once you identify it, then you get to work. Yes. Um, you can't sit around and just go think it's going to happen. You know, you've got to get you know you've got to get get your shoes on and get into it um and and, you know and that's what i did and then that's what's allowed me to have all these universal messages that have been so powerful that's given me an amazing sense of power and um you know and that's what i want to do now and i I guess going back when my wife left me it was more 70 30 in relation to helping people now it's 70 30 in relation to me Mm. um you know i'll put my 30 percent out and help people and inspire them but at the end of the day 
that's only going to happen if 70% of that dedication and energy is poured into me. And that's really where I'm at right now. I'm really what I'm, um, you know, very proud of where I've come, where I, where I was and where I've come to. Where you're working towards, mate. And you've touched on a few very, very unbelievable and awesome things like it's a friendly universe. It's, everything's trying to work for us, not against us, you know. Uh, if you look out in nature, everything's doing what it's meant to be doing. Humans are being denatured consistently, you know, but if you can start to go with the flow of things and the energy of life, then all of a sudden things will start to appear, um, you know, the right things will start to, to occur and happen for the right reasons. You're sort of not looking to, um, you know, mask your emotions because your emotions are true and raw and you can move through yep. them and... Um, I'll put you in touch with Trevor Hendy, who lives on the Gold Coast there. But um, you know, Trevor and I have had oh, yeah. some, some pretty deep conversations about this sort of stuff, and he's uh, he's very aware of it all. And you know, when he started to, to to make these changes, how much things got better for him. Like recently, he he did an Ironman uh, down there, and he was you know quicker than what he was when he was twenty one, and he's now fifty four. So. It just well, goes to show uh, what can happen once you do just enjoy the moment and, and the key word being enjoy, you know. Um, so you're really grateful for what's going on. You're appreciative of what's happening and your body knows how to do the work, you know. Uh, you, your body your body has got that memory of what it had to do when it was uh, competing at a higher level. So if you get out there with yep. a sense of enjoyment, then your body will start to move more functionally like it's meant to and... You know, the, the weight will strip off and then, you know, your, your mental clarity improves and everything else, you know, works for you rather than against you. Well, yeah, you're spot on. And the only way you're going to enjoy it is if you stay in the moment, yeah. um, you know, and you have, um, you know, and I one of the perfect indicators for me is I love my golf. I play off, I play off two, so I've always been a low handicapper. And mm. the last couple of months or before I had my awakening, I was playing golf and just so frustrated and I never get angry and I could sense that from my playing partners and, it was all purely because my mindset wasn't in the. I, I wasn't present. I was thinking about what's happened. I was thinking about things I couldn't control. Yeah. Um, I was too. I was just. I wasn't. I wasn't there at all. Um, and then um, you know things happen for a reason. Thankfully, I've I've never had an injury in golf, and I hurt my shoulder. <laughs> and and it was like okay, well, that's a perfect sign. That's a perfect sign for me just to give give golf a rest. Yes. Uh, you know because that was another trigger that was a trigger that was upsetting me was you know why why should golf be upsetting me but it was it was you know because my mindset wasn't there and then um and then to be able to then go through this awakening go through this um this release of um you know all the tension that i had was just incredible so powerful mm-hmm. uh you know and you know i'm loving it. and it's it's amazing you say about the force i just write actually quote just then about you know if you focus on if you force if you force things, it creates tension. If you force expectation, it creates even more tension. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to focus on you being the force. I mean, force is energy, right? Yes. So you've got to, uh, if you force things, it doesn't happen. You've got to become the force. Um, and that's uh, and, and that's what I'm trying. They're, they're the messages I'm trying to get out to people is that, you know, you really got to, um, you know, focus on yourself is, is really, really important. Yeah, mate, a, a, great, a good book for you to pick up will be a book called Power Versus Force by Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, right, talk, okay, cool. Talk, talks pretty much all about that, you know, and you, yeah, yeah. You, you think about when you're holding a golf stick, if, you, if your tension's in your mind, your tension's in your hands, if you're relaxed in your mind, you're relaxed in your hands, 
you, you yeah. say say to yourself, the ball's going there. You just go through the motions and, and put it where it's meant to go, you know. And uh, That's right, that's um, right. You know, the universe is trying to work with us. Uh, we're, we're forcing against it consistently. But if you can work with that energy, then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, everything everything works with you, you know. It's amazing what uh, appears and what happens. So, mate, um, right. mindful of your time. So we're going to have to have another one of these, I reckon, down the track and go a bit deeper. <laughs> <laughs> love to go deep. I love to go uh, deeper on this because I'm, you know, a true but true believer. I think I've always been someone who's, um, you know, things. I've sort of had that mindset. Of, oh, you know, things happen for a reason. But I'm a true believer of that now. Um, mm-hmm. True believer of, you know, just um, really staying in the moment. Um, universal sort of stuff and spiritual stuff and mm-hmm. self love. I'm, um, I'm walking advocate for that now and um, really uh, uh, just. Um, yeah, so powerful, so powerful. Yeah, mate, there'll be lots of people that will benefit from it and, and every day is a journey with, with regards to this sort of stuff. So, you know, see, seeing every day with a with a new fresh set of eyes is a real gift that uh, a lot of us take for granted. But, you know, if you can just uh, create that curiosity and that child-like wonder, not that childish wonder, but child-like wonder with things and, you know, everything will start yeah. to work for you again. So. That's right, exactly. No, you're spot on. Spot how, on, mate. How can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out and say good day? Oh, just, uh, just, well, Instagram, um, at JeffWhite34. That's the same on Twitter. It's the same on uh, Facebook. Yep. And LinkedIn as well. I mean, you, you found me on LinkedIn. So, uh, and see, even that, po- even that post is incredible. That's reached 160,000 people now. So Really? It's just amazing. Yeah, it's just gone, it's gone nuts. Um, I've had people from the UK, New Zealand... America, reach out, talk about, you know, I mean, the post was about, I guess, the journey and about identifying, um, you know, what I needed to focus on in, in me mm-hmm. uh, and a focus on losing weight. And, um, you know, that's how, I think that's how you were mm-hmm. able to contact me as well. But, um, yeah, yeah it, look, I, I'm not, at the end of the, yeah, end of the day, I'm not worried about the likes or anything like that. I, I really want to, you know, inspire people um, by sharing my journey, but also creating content. Um, yeah. creating words that, that they can hang on to and, and gravitate to and uh, hopefully has a meaning for them. Agree, mate. And that's getting back to power versus force. If it's coming from the heart, then everything will, 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 will take care of itself. If you're going into something with an agenda, then it just doesn't work, you know, if it's really... No, good. it does. That's yeah. exactly right, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, the, and, and that's, that's what I'm extremely passionate about. That's why I wake up every day. I have my own self-care checklist that i go through uh and one of them is uh creating content that's uh meaningful for people and and i, I enjoy doing that you know put some music to it really inspire people um you know and and i, I must say too music has been a healer for me mm-hmm. uh just playing music while i run uh you you find that inner i know when i was a kid i used to have that that inner get on the footy field you have that inner fight that inner passion mm. um it creates that self identity and creates that self-esteem for you and i hadn't had that for 10 years and i had it about two or three weeks ago when i went for a run and mm. i just went oh my god like mm. that's there it is you know there it is <laughs> yeah. yeah it's there for you every day you just need to learn to manage your nervous system better and um you know have the emotional into it. yeah emotional intelligence which can you know bring you back home again that's that's what it's all about mate so Thank you it very is. much, mate. I uh, really appreciate the chat here. I'm sure lots of people will uh, will get a lot from this brief one. And as I said, well, I'm sure we're going to have some more down the track. So really appreciate it. Yeah, happy, happy to chat. Happy to chat again. That'd be great.
Guys, appreciate your feedback on this one. What a really great uh, chat with Jeff. Pretty uh, inspiring and enlightening in many ways. Um, yeah, lots of lots of uh, wisdom there that he's uh, been able to uncover over a, a short period of time. But it's been a yeah, 44 year journey for him to uh, to to come to uh, some stages of enlightenment, and that's only going to you know help him um, for the rest of his journey, but also help a lot of other people. So. Really appreciate your feedback. Uh, best email support at backmind.com.au. Keep listening in. Uh, share this with others that it may help. And uh, I really appreciate your support. Cheers.